Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Tech Talk with VLink podcast, brought to you by VLink Inc. Thanks for joining us. Joining us today for Tech Talk with VLink is a returning guest, Greg Dawson. Dawson is a clinical professor at the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University. Greg was on our podcast last year discussing artificial intelligence. Greg, thanks so much for joining us again. Thank you for having me. You're welcome. You know, I knew when I saw all the chatter about ChatGPT, I knew Uh you would be a great resource to check in with on the new technology because you teach advanced technologies at Arizona State. And as we know, ChatGPT is taking the world by storm. I saw a recent post by you on LinkedIn and that's when I decided to reach out and try to get you back on the the podcast and really appreciate you being here. You ran an experiment in the classroom and I was very curious about it and the results. Tell us what happened. Yeah, so uh, what I did, uh, I'd been hearing a lot about ChatGPT and and wondered how good it was. I did some fooling around on it myself and then I thought, I've been a a prof for about 15 years and I, uh, in all of my quizzes and exams, I ask uh, short answer questions, one or two paragraphs. So I thought would be interesting to put a batch of them through chat GBT to see what it said. Yeah, and so I put 25 questions there. Um, one question, it completely uh, bobbled because I was asking something very specific. Uh, the other 24 questions I, I graded and they averaged out at a 95%. It's, <clears throat> it was astonishing how good it was. And, and so, you know, part of my question was, well, well, what do I make of this? Because right. I, I can interpret it to say that that means I'm asking very good questions that should be common <laughs> knowledge. On the other hand, am I asking questions that can be taken over by a bot over time? And am I <laughs> not doing my system, my students any favors? <laughs> it's scary. Well, you know, it's been proven that ChatGPT can give wrong answers. I, I think yep. you even you said that. Um, what do you say to this and, and to your students in regard to the technology? Because they might be considering using it in their homework assignment. Uh, yes. Uh, uh, ASU, like uh, every school system I've heard of, uh, has got a policy on chat GBT, and it's generally uh, that does not fly. Um, you know, it's uh, it's changed the way that I'm doing uh, homework for this uh, uh, upcoming quarter because I know the chat GBT exists out there. Um, I know that um, it can provide good answers. And so um, I uh, you know, basically, I've changed the way that I approach homework to make sure that they just can't go on to ChatGPT and put the, uh, you know, put my question in and pop an answer out. But right. I've actually got them doing a real interesting assignment. So these are Masters of Accounting students, and I'm going to have them go into ChatGPT and ask for an analysis of the financials of a particular company, and then I'm going to have them grade the response that ChatGPT comes out with. So I figure this is a good way for them to either understand the value they bring or understand that they can be very easily replaced and to, to think through. So I think it'll be a fun, uh, I think it'll be a fun assignment. Yeah, for sure. And, you know, I know that, you, you know, you and I have talked about there are, there will be challenges with this in, in all classrooms. I think I mentioned to you when we were talking earlier that my son had told me, he's a junior in high school, and he had said, hey, mom, I think I'm going to have ChatGPT do an assignment. I said, Gabe, that's not a good idea. That's cheating, one. But do you think, I mean, you, you don't want it to replace students' critical thinking skills or maybe just enhance them? Or what do you, what are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, I, I think it's helpful to understand what chat GBT is because mm-hmm. at its heart, it's nothing other than a um, uh, stochastic parrot. So, <laughs> the, you know, so so like, for example, if you were asked it uh, to say, hey, what's a dog? You know, it would come back and it would say, well, you know, in, in the background, it would say, well, I've got 10 articles saying dogs are black and one saying it's white. So therefore, a dog must be black. Uh, <laughs> I've got, you know, 15 articles saying that they're large, three saying that they're small so it must be must be large and so it's just pulling 
pulling these uh, by by uh, probabilities distribution, it's assuming that all dogs are are large, black, and and eat meat or whatever the other right. thing is. Right. <laughs> yeah, it could just as easily be saying a dog is you know orange triangle and the number three hundred and seventeen because the words have no meaning for it. Right. Right. But you yeah. know, to your son, um, you know, I I'm actually in favor of students using ChatGPT as a collaborator, mm -hmm. as a collaborator, but not as a co-op. Yeah. So in other words, right. you know, it's, uh, you know, it, at some point, it's kind of like Wikipedia, right? It brings out, right. so if you're researching Battle of the Bulge, for example, it'll say, here are, you know, three key facts that you should know about it. And then you've got to deal with those key facts. ChatGPT can, you know, can act as a consolidator to bring all that stuff together. But, mm -hmm. you know, again, as you pointed out, um, if ChatGPT doesn't know the answer, it makes up the answer. Right. <laughs> and not always and correct. Not yeah, always yeah. correct. And there are just things that your high school student son needs to know, right? Yeah. And and if he can't articulate these things, he's going to be at a huge deficit in the world because his boss is not going to want to ask him a question. And then your son bring up ChatGPT and, and put in the question and say, hey, boss, here's the answer. Because he's then immediately being himself expendable, right? Yeah, because they might become dependent on it. I mean, you never know. But, you know, the other thing we know about ChatGPT and it's common knowledge is that all the information in it is only, is it prior to 2021? Is it 2021 yes. and prior? So it, it's knowledge only goes to that year. And that could, that people that don't know that, they could be harming themselves because uh, we're always, be. you know, we're always moving forward with information. Yep, yep, yep. But, um, so you're, you're absolutely correct with the 2021. I predict within six months it will be as current as our conversation that we're having today because there's <laughs> yeah. no reason that it can't be more current right because yeah. with ChatGPT, you know it's like you know you're, you're you're raising a son and certainly i've raised kids myself um, they need to be corrected and modified as they grow up. But as they mature, you know, they, they start acting much more appropriately. You know, case in point, um, gotcha. uh, the, the early chat GBT was distinctly liberal, uh, distinctly, you know, large D democratic uh, okay. and uh, uh, was completely against, um, you know, sort of the right wing Republican sort of views on things, right. they, you know, to, to the point that, you know, I asked a question on, um, uh, on abortion rights. And it gave me what the, the the liberal side of our country thinks is the, the correct answer, not what the what the conservative side says. Uh, and, and it was funny uh, because, you know, I, I checked it uh, in preparation for this podcast and it no longer does that. So oh, interesting. It, so it's it's fixing itself. It's educating yeah. itself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Or, or yeah. better said, the people that are training it are, are training it to know that there are different viewpoints. This is just not the, the only viewpoint. Yeah. So don't just give one side. Do yep. you think, and I know that, you know, like we've heard of BARD too and LAM. Do these open AI models and these language learning language models, are they giving us a misleading impression of greatness? Because I see, I mean, we all seem so obsessed with it. Should we trust it? Um, so uh, a few years ago, Microsoft put out a chatbot, an AI chatbot called uh, Tay, and they connected it up to Twitter and they said, hey, we're going to demonstrate how good uh, machine language learning is. So we want you, the world, to tweet at Tay. And within one week, we're going to have, our machine learning is so great, we're going to have 
naivete, um, being able to converse like an American high school student. Mm -hmm. After seven hours, I had to pull the plug because Tay was saying Hitler was right. We should kill all the Jews. So oh, no. a lot of people were tweeting bad things at Tay. And, you know, just just like your son when he was a little kid, you know, he had no way of judging good input, input from, from exactly. mom versus, you know, what, you know, what a what a bad person would be telling him. And that was the issue with Tay. That's the issue that we're having with chat GBT. That's the issue we're going to have with all these things. At present, it doesn't have the capability to be able to determine whether this is something it should be listening to or whether this is something it should not be listening yeah. to. It can't determine intuition and what's right and what's wrong, feelings and things like that. We forget that, I think, sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and for sure. Again, remember, you know, in my dog example, you know, large black and meat eating, those words mean nothing to it. It, it yeah, means right. absolutely nothing. It could be <laughs> orange pumpkin and, you know, pencil. It, it mm -hmm. means nothing. So it's yeah, not yeah. really thinking. It's just parroting back what it's what it's heard. Interesting. So, you know, in summing it all up, because I know, you know, we, you this is like a mini podcast, so we don't want to keep you forever and, and listeners too, just in little bites and chunks. Where do we go from here with ChatGPT? Are you excited as an educator? Oh, I am so excited by this. I'm so excited. You know, I, I often compare it to nuclear power. When nuclear power came out, everybody was both in awe of what it could do, as well as afraid of what it could do. And we learned how to harness nuclear power appropriately. You know, the, the same way here, this is a tremendous, this is a, uh, this is a change education like I think has never occurred in the history of education and it's here and we have to deal with it. I think that's exciting. Our world yeah. is an exciting place and and this is a good part of it. Good time to be a professor. It <laughs> is you're a on the great yeah, time. <laughs> yeah. Greg, thank you so much. You're always a great guest. Love talking to you. Thanks for being with us. You're so insightful. We really enjoy having you on Tech Talk with V-Link. I appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. You're welcome. Our time is up. I hope you enjoyed this version of Tech Talk with V-Link where we apply our intellect and efforts in engineering powerful experiences for our valued customers.